Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Every day, the COVID news and what they did to us is bigger than all the previous news combined. It is it is insane. It is all out in the open. God is showing it to us. We have all these experts and all these patriots and all these good people that stood up and spoke out. And now they admit that the so-called COVID vaccines erase your immune system, cause massive heart attacks, heart swelling, blood clots, cancer, infertility, and literally hundreds of other horrible things. That's the highest death rate the Western world's ever seen, worse than World War One, worse than World War Two, worse than Vietnam, all combined. And so they desperately, 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 desperately needed this to roll out in the early phases before it got exposed. But because it did get exposed early, the majority of people did not take the poison shots. Now almost no one's taking the poison shots. They went on TV, the executives, the politicians, all of them, and read the script, Put out by Pfizer and Moderna and Bill Gates and Peter Daszak and the EcoHealth Alliance and, and, and Fauci, all the same ringleader criminals involved in making the virus, releasing it, running the global UN response. Here's the key. They're now saying, well, we told you from the beginning it wasn't going to work. No, 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 no. You said at the beginning you didn't know if it would work. But you lied and censored anybody that pointed that out and told everybody 96% effective, 84% effective, 72% effective, 67% effective, 51% effective, 44% effective. And now they go, well, actually, it makes you get COVID and makes you sick and gives you an eight times chance of dying. Of indications right now that uh, are telling us that there is uh, uh, a protection against uh, transmission of the disease. There is no variant that we have identified that escapes the protection of our vaccine. COVID to come now with a treatment of 90% effectiveness, you know, personally makes me a lot very proud. It's necessary a fourth boost right now. The, the protection that you are getting from the third, it is uh, good enough actually quite good for hospitalizations and deaths is not that good against infections everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal we can kind of almost see the end we're, we're vaccinating so very fast our data from the cdc today suggests um you know that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus don't get sick now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. Indicted, arrested, tried, public execution. Public execution. This is what the Dutch Prime Minister and Health Minister told us. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself, but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. 
In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport. The COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal. Plus, the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. This is scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now, this turned out to be a cheap lie. We were shocked to find out yesterday that, we, that they haven't tested their vaccine to see if it's stopping the... You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing, get everybody in the stuff together. Okay. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad to be with you, broadcasting live on this Friday. Hope everybody's doing well. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show today. We'll open up the phone lines nice and or, uh, early, and we'll be joined by Piers Corbin, climate activist or climate scientist. Not climate activist. We have one of those people on. <laughs> well, that's... He's been arrested. That's not. Uh, well, we, we've got some we've got some climate activists in our uh, daily dispatch that frankly would make anybody want to disassociate themselves with the entire concept of activism. So we'll get to that. But we'll take a lot of your phone calls today. Uh, be joined by peers in the third hour and lots of videos to show you. And let's just get right into it. Here it is. Your daily dispatch. Here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 14th of October, 2022. January 6th committee unanimously votes to subpoena Donald Trump. Oh, the walls are closing in, folks. They've almost got him. (laughs) Yes, in this uh, political charade, a mere month before the midterm elections, they have held their final uh, meeting. Although, how can it be their final meeting if they're just now subpoenaing Donald Trump? It's uh, the, it's a it's a convoluted plot on this season of political persecution. The House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol plans to vote to subpoena former President Donald Trump. Sources familiar with the committee's plan told NBC News Thursday members of the panel, which held what was expected to be its final hearing before midterm elections Thursday, had previously said they were still considering an interview with Trump or former Vice President Mike Pence. Members of the committee focused the hearing Thursday on how the central cause of January 6th was to Trump. Representative Liz Cheney, Wyoming, said in her opening statement, and again, it's just, some of these quotes are just hilarious. She says, quote, we have no, we have left no doubt, none, 
that Donald Trump led an effort to upend American democracy that directly resulted in the violence of January 6th. I love this. I, I guess chutzpah is the right word, but it's, it's almost something more than that. Just like when you prove absolutely nothing and then you turn around and go, I have just proven this thing. Like you can't just, you can't just say that. You have to actually prove it. We have left no doubt, none, that Donald Trump led an effort to upend American democracy. Literally no, no evidence has been presented to that effect. It's, we all saw what happened on January 6th. Everybody gets it. It's a big protest. Got a little out of control when the cops started randomly firing flashbangs into a, up until then, completely peaceful crowd. We all saw exactly what happened. Then Donald Trump got on Twitter and tried to tell his supporters to go home, and then Twitter took him down and said he was actually calling for violence. Like, we all saw what happened. Everybody knows what was going on. So they present no evidence, do not make a compelling case at all. Nobody cares about the January 6th committee. It's like, doesn't even make it onto the list of things people actually care about when they're polled. You go out and ask an average American, it's things like inflation and the war in Ukraine and the impending nuclear apocalypse and all of the other problems that the Democrats have brought us. Nobody cares about January 6th, but January 6th committee is convinced that they have – they've got America by the heartstrings. Everybody's paying attention and totally convinced by what they're saying. <laughs> they're happy to tell you. We have thoroughly convinced everyone that Trump is in the center of this. We all agree. Everyone agrees and everyone knows and you agree with us. Oh, do I? Wow, I didn't know. They say, quote, he is the one person at the center of the story of what happened on January 6th, so we want to hear from him. So just to, just to reiterate what the now, you know, uh, out of office Liz Cheney said, she will be soon. Uh, we know Trump is guilty. We have decided Trump is guilty. Trump is guilty. Trump guilty. Therefore, maybe Trump wants to come talk to us. Maybe he wants to come tell us his side of the story. I mean, we've decided that he's guilty, but now maybe it's time to interview him about what happened now that we've decided he's guilty. Justice in this country. Incredible. Police union says, quote, culture of lawlessness in America must stop after 12 officers shot in a single week. The National Fraternal Order of the Police, the oldest and largest police union in the U.S., released a statement on Thursday on Twitter demanding that a culture of lawlessness in America must stop. Since Monday, at least 12 police officers have been shot, the statement read. The spewing of anti-police rhetoric by some political and media figures as well as failed policies of rogue prosecutors and judges are placing our officers in greater danger. This culture of lawlessness must stop. Twelve police officers in a single week being shot in this country. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. And, of course, what will happen is that as the violence against the police escalates, the police themselves will be more on edge and more likely to use violence quickly, which will cause them to kill or murder uh, more innocent people, which will cause more outrage, which will cause more violence against the police. And this is the feedback loop that we've been warning about for I don't know. What day is it? Uh, Two years now since uh, Black Lives Matter decided to come up with defund the police out of nowhere like a bad joke. Pretty incredible. Look, another thing we've been warning about forever and comes true. Russia says Ukraine's entry into NATO would, quote, guarantee World War III. On Thursday, a top Kremlin official warned that by admitting Ukraine into NATO, the West risks descent into a third war. World War. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky recently asked to, uh, for fast-track membership. However, the Security Alliance has not yet voted on whether his nation will be allowed to join. 
I'd love to see a pro-con list on that. On the pro side, Zelensky the gremlin gets to keep his job. On the con side, it's nuclear war, world war, collapse of uh, the food chain, food supply lines, uh, collapse of uh, oil, tens of thousands dead, probably millions dead, nukes raining down, just an unlivable hellscape uh, following. It's, gee, I don't know. Should we let him in or not? I don't know. What was that pro again that Zelensky gets to keep his job? Fantastic. Why? Why would we do that? Oh, right, because the people that rule over us are openly engaged in a depopulation agenda that will only be accelerated by World War III. This is one of the most, uh, I don't know, infuriating, depressing. I, I don't even know how to react to this story. We have the clip. It's clip number one. Oil protesters throw soup on Van Gogh's sunflower painting. Let's watch. Go. One of the most iconic paintings in the world by one of the most preeminent masters of his art being defaced by, I don't know, middle school girls going through a phase. They're rubbing glue on their hands to glue themselves to the wall. There it is, just defacing a priceless work of art. Security. To make unreasonable and impossible demands on a that is already engaged in national suicide to try to appease your group. I mean, it's just, it's just shocking what we let people get away with. So, I mean, they've been arrested. They've been charged with, uh, you know, some minor vandalism charge, aggravated trespass, apparently, criminal damage. Bon- uh, officers are now debonding them. I don't know what that means. But I wonder... I wonder, will they go to jail? Would that dissuade some of this from happening? Because, you know, these people are children. This is the thing you have to understand. These people, they don't understand the world around them. They don't have any idea even what they're protesting for or why. Like, they literally don't. It makes no sense. Just stop oil. Just stop breathing. Just stop drinking water. Like, the entire world runs on oil. Sorry. Sorry, that's just reality. Sorry we can't magically wave a wand and just stop using oil all of a sudden. I don't know if you've noticed, but the entire world is engaged in collective suicide to try to achieve unreasonable goals based on getting off of things like oil. But it's not fast enough for these people, apparently, and they need to deface priceless works of art to get their point across. I consider suicide just to get away from them. I mean, if they, you know... Maybe it's a reasonable solution for all of us. But again, this started with people like gluing their hands to the frames of painting and now they've expanded. And if you don't put your foot down, they're just going to start like burning places down and they're not even facing punishment for it. This is all facilitated by the government of the UK. I don't promote things unless they really work. When it comes to politics or culture, economics, we are always the cutting edge, the tip of the spear. And when we talk about the products at InfoWarsStore.com, they all blow you away. If you'll just take them, if you'll just try them, I know you'll be repeat customers. And finally, one of our best-selling products, sold out for months, is back in stock. It's X3. It's all three types of the very best atomic iodine out there that supercharges your energy, your stamina, your libido, and number one, your immune system. So X3, despite the fact there's a run on iodine, 
is still on sale at 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And it funds the InfoWar, which is a 360 win. If you've not experienced the power of iodine, it takes two weeks to kick in on average. You've got to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get X3 50% off. X3 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. By the will of God and by God working through you and your support, InfoWars continues to persevere against attacks never before seen in the Western world against independent media. Thanks for keeping me in the fight. And over the years, you have come to the table. You have stepped to the plate so many times and kept InfoWars and free speech on the air, and I thank you. But now, I have my own legal bills that have reached the point that I can't pay them. And I need your support. So if you want to keep this operation moving forward, if you want to back me in this fight against the globalists, please visit SaveInfoWars.com. And SaveInfoWars.com takes you a URL at GiveSendGo for direct Alex Jones Legal Defense Fund. This whole phase of their attacks, four years in the making, is almost over. And right at the end, we're not giving up, we're not giving in, but we could give out. So please, if you support what we're doing and want to fight for liberty and freedom and justice in the future, go to SaveInfoWars.com today. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. System is being weaponized against anybody that would oppose it. As you can see, the title of today's show after Alex Jones, Elon Musk is the next target. Elon Musk now apparently under federal investigation for his purchase of Twitter. Not the Chinese companies that are buying up huge swaths of strategic farmland just outside of our military bases, not Bill Gates collectivizing farms in a communistic practice in order to centralize control to the unelected power sources he represents. No, none of those deals are being investigated. Not BlackRock buying up entire neighborhoods of houses to prevent people from owning homes and be saddled with rent and not owning anything forever. No, all that's proceeding at a pace, proceeding unobstructed, unabated, allowed, but Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter, that has to come under scrutiny. Candace Owens revealed she's being investigated by the IRS and audited just a few weeks after making a Black Lives Matter documentary. So get this, Black Lives Matter collects tens of millions of dollars ostensibly as a charity in order to do positive things for the black community. They keep the money, they buy themselves homes, they give the money over to Democratic campaigns for elite Democrats to get elected into office. The black community is left in complete shambles with thousands of extra murders just in the black community per year, killing thousands of black people, stealing tens of millions of dollars, causing billions of dollars in damage as a consequence of interstate organizing of riot squads not under investigation, making a documentary about that organization under investigation. So that's where we are now. That's about where we find ourselves. And it's completely typical. It's the practice of the system, whether it's 
communism or fascism or anything in between, when the system has that much power, the only concern is the reinforcement of and continuation of the system. So its only purpose it is you know, like the only reason it uses its powers is to protect itself from threats inside or outside. It doesn't actually serve the people. It doesn't actually fulfill the original and intended purpose for which the organization was designed. It just becomes a beast that's feeding itself endlessly. And it's pretty incredible. Now, this story I was going to cover on the Daily Dispatch, but maybe it deserves its own, its own little side note here. It's from Politico. Uh, L.A. City Council cancels meeting as two members refuse calls to resign over leaked recording. I keep seeing alternative headlines about this, some saying they are res- – they're forced to resign. People are demanding they're resigning. They're resigning. Nope, no, actually they're not resigning. So let's, let's see if we can get to the bottom of this. Acting L.A. City Council President Mitch O'Farley abruptly canceled Friday's meeting because two members have refused widespread calls to step down after they were caught in a leaked recording taking part in a conversation that included racist remarks and disparaging comments about colleagues. O'Farrell made the announcement Thursday on Twitter as civic leaders were transfixed by the evolving scandal involving council members Gil Cedillo, or Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon and former President Nuri Martinez, who resigned a day earlier. So I guess that person resigned. The people's business cannot be conducted until we have these next two resignations, the acting president said. The city's been in tumult, tumult since the leaked uh, since a leak of an hour-long conversation between three council mem- members and local labor leaders over the weekend, prompting calls for resignations from a long list of political leaders, including President Joe Biden. Biden was visiting Los Angeles Thursday and repeated his earlier endorsement of Representative Karen Bass, who is running for mayor of America's le- second largest city against billionaire developer Rick Caruso. In the leaked recording, the three can be heard using racial remarks while they discuss redistricting and ways to dilute the power of black Angelinos. Martinez at one point used a racial slur to describe the black son of a fellow council member. The news has mobilized hundreds of angry protesters who earlier this week swarmed L.A. city halls with calls for justice, resulting in one meeting on Tuesday adjourning early. So what's the point of this? I mean, it just sounds like a typical... You know, convoluted, manufactured, purposeless, and painful example of the division that's continuously stoked in this country. What's so special about this one? I just think it's fascinating the difference in decorum and expectation between like white Christian conservative men and Latino democratic women, (laughs) I guess is the point, right? It's just how many times have you seen videos or or statements of sincere apology and and groveling and immediate resignation or not even resignation but like forced out of the Congress? Steve King was forced out of the Congress for being like, I don't get what's what's wrong with white people. And they're just like, shut up and get out of here. Then it's like you have these people on tape saying things that they can't they don't even print in the articles they can't even tell you what they said that's just how bad it was now i've read some of it and she's just like that little kid's a monkey but he is they are actual racist comments they're actually legitimately if you're looking for racism out there well they found some in these leaked recordings and the democrats don't resign they they don't care they couldn't care less they they just keep going it's really amazing, and you know, I think it's we're, – we're seeing a lot of examples like this 
And it's not even a one-to-one comparison. It's not like, hey, they say racist things and, and stick by them. You should too. You know, it's like, no, they say actually racist things. They do actually objectionable bad things. And when they're called on it, their response is to like double down and be defiant and spit in the eye of the people who are demanding that they apologize. Same thing's happening in Michigan or Minnesota, I guess, with the LGBTQ nonsense where they're trying to bring it into the schools who are the people standing up for them the muslims muslims aren't scared to get up and go this is against our religion we refuse to comply we will not allow you to indoctrinate our children into this sinful existence of lust and and lasciviousness like they're not afraid to to do it they're not afraid to stand up same thing like uh with kanye west you can say all you want about white people. White people feel very bad and guilty, and yes, we're so sorry for everything we've done. And then you talk about the Jews, and the Jews are just like, you shut your mouth about us. You shut your mouth right now. This is unacceptable. And again, I'm not faulting the Jews for doing that. I wish the white people would do it more. <laughs> I wish white people could look around at, at every other group of people who sticks to their stick to their guns and are not – ashamed they're unabashed about what they believe and they stand up for it and they say you think i did something wrong so what i'm right you're wrong it's just a bizarre set of stories we've had this week from the the muslims protesting lgbt the jews demanding that the black activists shut the hell up about them or this like latino person being caught on a hot mic using perhaps suggested as being racial comments which again i don't i think like, was the kid acting like a monkey? I don't know. <laughs> I call my kid a monkey all the time when he's swinging off of stuff and acting like a monkey. So I don't even I don't even know if it's actually racist, but it's certainly far, far more racist or objectionable than a lot of stuff that you've heard Republicans apologize and beg for forgiveness for. And I think it's really like at the heart of so many of our problems. The good people in this country have been so demoralized that we can't stand for what is right anymore. And so instead, you've got a bunch of these people standing for what's wrong and being very confident in it. Look around you. Everything I predicted from the globalist own documents, from their own admissions, is now happening. InfoWars credibility. My credibility has never been higher. And it's because of your backing of this operation that I can steadfastly, despite the censorship and the boycotts and the attacks and the lawsuits, stay on air. But now we're reaching the most critical juncture in the fight together. So I want to ask all of you today to help keep me on the air. In my decades on air, I've never asked for personal donations, but I'm being forced by the bankruptcy court to pay for 40% of the legal fees, and I can't fund those myself. It's unsustainable. So please visit SaveInfoWars.com. SaveInfoWars.com, where you can make straight donations, five, ten, fifty, hundred dollars, whatever you can, so that I can continue to persevere. I'll never give up, I'll never give in, but I could give out. Thank you for your support. Wouldn't be without you. SaveInfoWars.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern part of Texas. Back, ladies and gentlemen. You're watching InfoWars. American Journal, InfoWars.com, Band.video. You know, there's a lot of reasons to go to InfoWars store, obviously, the, the supplements. But you don't have to 
you can hear need or want to, to use the supplements, how about a t-shirt or a hat or survival gear? Do your Christmas shopping early. Get it out of the way. Get it done. Get those presents packed and in boxes and just chill and enjoy your holiday by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. There's lots of reasons to wear an InfoWars shirt. For one, it lets people know that uh, you don't care what the mainstream media says. <laughs> let's, I don't know. I, maybe that's just me. When you wear it, like I love wearing the 1776 shirt. It's just giant, bold 1776. The answer to 1984 is 1776. It's a conversation starter, and it's sort of a big uh, middle finger to everybody out there that's anti-American, leftist, dirtbag that thinks they can intimidate everybody into bowing to their psychopathic will. Nope, some of us are still alive. Some of us still love America. Some of us still honor our heritage. You can wear a t-shirt expressing that. Also know that our t-shirts are the finest garments you can find, honestly. I've gotten a lot of t-shirts. I bought t-shirt before I even worked at InfoWars. I still wear to this day, and it's only just gotten softer. They really are incredibly high quality. And uh, best of all, well, this may be your last chance. This may be your last chance. I mean, I, you know, InfoWars is going to continue on as long as humanly possible. But don't, don't let yourself be looking back a year or two years from now going, dang it, I sure wish I'd bought in from InfoWars while I could. I sure, I sure wish I'd gone to InfoWars store and gotten a T-shirt, at least one just to, just to put away in the attic, just as a keepsake, as a reminder of a time when there were still patriots in this country. Oh, and the last reason that you should get a shirt at InfoWarsStore.com is because they're $10 or less. It's insane. These shirts are worth it, more than worth it, at full price, 25 bucks or whatever. You would get them at a, you know, a Walmart or any store. But you can get these shirts for 10 bucks. even if you just need undershirts. Even if you're just buying them, they're cheaper. You can get $5. You can get shirts for $5 at InfoWarsStore.com. All right, never mind. Don't, I'm going to go buy them all, so don't go buy them. I need them. If they're that cheap, I'm going to buy a lot of them. But seriously, 10 bucks, 5 bucks for a shirt, why not? Especially when you know that it's going directly towards funding this mission. And, of course, a reminder, obviously, the – Played the clip a lot of the lawyer saying, don't go to InfoWars store. Don't do it. Don't help Alex Jones, right? Don't help Alex Jones pay his legal fees that he needs to, to fight our, our lawsuit. Don't do it. Don't do the one thing that will defeat our entire plot and scheme. Don't give Alex Jones the money he needs to actually have victory in the courts. Don't do it. He's warning you. Don't don't you do it. Don't you do the one thing that'll stop this mission we have to destroy Alex Jones. Don't you do it. Don't you lower the 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 portcullis as we're as we're charging up towards the castle. Don't you stop us in our charge. Don't do it. Don't go to infowarsstore.com. <laughs> Amazing. Also, if you see a size, if you see a uh, shirt in a size that fits you, Pull the trigger because those sizes don't last for long, especially in large and medium. They're so, word to the wise. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, InfoWarsStore.com, support us as we continue this mission to actually tell the truth about what's going on. Speaking of, one person has been really head and shoulders above everybody else when it comes to January 6th coverage, and that is, of course, Julie Kelly. 
She posted this on American Greatness, the broken promises of the January 6th committee. I unfortunately didn't print this out. I just saw it uh, while the show was on, but I almost just want to read it verbatim because it really is that good and it sums up the entire charade of the January 6th committee just fantastically. She says this, the select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol conducted its final televised performance on Thursday afternoon, an event dutifully carried live by every cable and broadcast news station. Representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger now plan to exit stage left as their congressional careers come to an end, the former at the hands of disgruntled Wyoming Republican voters and the latter at the hands of gerrymandering Illinois Democrats. It's only a matter of time before they both find a new home at some never-Trump outlet funded by by leftist billionaires to play the role of conservative useful idiot to the Democratic Party. Since its inception, the select committee has wielded unchecked authority not to fulfill the stated mission of finding out exactly what happened on January 6th, a four-hour disturbance, the enabling legislation refers to as a domestic terror attack, but as a vehicle to harass, intimidate, prosecute, and destroy careers of Donald Trump, his aides, and his supporters. Former federal prosecutors for months have interrogated Trump White House officials behind closed doors to produce cherry-picked clips to bolster the regime's narrative that Trump incited the insurrection by refusing to accept the 2020 president election as legitimate, a view still shared by the overwhelming majority of Republican voters. Among specific promises regarding the committee's outcome, House Democrats initially pledged to examine the, quote, activities of intelligence agencies, law enforcement agencies, and armed forces, including with respect to intelligence collection, analysis, and dissemination of information shared among the branches and other instrumentalities of government. Further, committee members claim to be interested in the, quote, policies, protocols, processes, procedures, and systems for interop... interop- <laughs> interoperability between the United States Capitol Police and the National Guard, the Metropolitan Police Department, and the District of Columbia, and other federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies, the National Capital Region, or on or before January 6, 2021. That was their remit. That's what they said they were convening this committee to address. Unsurprisingly, she continues, the committee to date has addressed none of these matters. So-called evidence instead revolved around plans by Trump and his inner circle to prepare for and fight an election that didn't go their way. Something of an American tradition before it became the basis of an alleged criminal conspiracy after November 2020. There was almost no discussion of security failures related to the breach of the building. Promises of bombshell revelations that would, quote, blow the roof off the house, as Representative Jamie Raskin warned in April, never materialized. It was all bullcrap. It was all lies. It never existed. How could it have materialized? Uh, committee hearings have featured one dramatic scene after another. Tearful and sanctimonious committee members, aggrieved cops turned media celebrities, uh, remorseful Capitol protesters, and disloyal administration officials participated in a public therapy session of sorts, all emoting under the direction of a skilled television producer hired to attract an audience. It's hard to overstate the seriousness of what's going on in this country right now. And it's happening subtly. It's happening piece by piece and bit by bit, which is why people seem incapable of waking up to it. It is the classic frogs boiling in a pot of water. If all of this happened all at once or it happened in a different country and was reported on honestly by our media, there would not be confusing as to what's going on here. If this was Vladimir Putin doing this to his detractors or you know people who were opposed to him – wouldn't be a question as to whether this was authoritarian or whether this was a legitimate process of the rule of law. It's anything but a legitimate process, and it all goes down, and as Julie Kelly explains in that really brilliantly written article, 
It all goes down to the the original criticism we had about this from the very beginning. It is, in no uncertain terms, a in, in just the definition of the word, a show trial. It is a it is looks like a trial. It has all of the official trappings of official legitimate proceedings, but only the prosecution is able to present their evidence. And they only present that evidence that comports to the narrative that they decided before the proceedings ever began. And that is a show trial by definition. And it is ironically or, or suspiciously or coincidentally almost exactly the same outcome of the Alex Jones trial. I mean think about what's going on in this country right now. You've got Congress exceeding their remit, exceeding their you know legitimate authority by holding – uh, basically a criminal trial but only allowing the prosecution to present their case at the same time you have alex jones being essentially charged fined a billion dollars for not complying with the court order discovery fully which even that's debatable but if that's the case a billion dollar fine for that really that doesn't make any sense but that's essentially what you got when you had a pre-ordained and pre-decided outcome of a trial and then the performance to make it seem like we've all heard of interventions with a family member or a friend or a co-worker that's on drugs or alcohol and is in a bad place and they need family and friends to come to their aid and talk to them and get them into rehab. Well, it's the same thing for America and the rest of the world. When it comes to critical vitamins and minerals that your body must have to live and people don't listen and they don't supplement, it's literally an intervention. I lead an incredibly stressful life. I don't claim to be Mr. Health, but if I wasn't taking products like X3... InfoWarsStore.com, I could not continue to do what I'm doing today. The energy, the stamina, the, the libido, the immune system boost is incredible. And despite the fact that selling out X3 is 50% off right now exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, there's a run on iodine happening right now because of the war. We're not selling it for that. We're selling it for what it does for your immune system and your focus and clarity. Get X3 today, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com while supplies last. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year, and I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. It's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to PatriotCollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence, and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, this is American Journal. Go to saveinfowars.com to contribute to our legal defense fund as we appeal the absurd ruling from Connecticut. Billion dollars. All right. 
maybe I shouldn't make jokes. Maybe I should make jokes about it. I guess there's still processes to go on. I guess I won't call anybody in this situation Dr. Evil. One billion dollars. Uh, I'm going to go and open up the phone lines right now. Give us a call. We'll take your calls all through the second hour. We'll be joined by Piers Corbin in the third hour. Talk about climate and a number of other issues. The number to dial, if you'd like to call in, is one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 Give us a call here at American Journal. We will be taking uh, your calls. Well, things are going a little wacky around here. They didn't find us, did they? Aw, oh, shit. Oh, time to get out. All right. We're still on air, though, right? Did everything go down? I'm yeah, gonna... we're, we're still broadcasting. All right, all right. I'm going to assume we're, we're still on the air here. The globalists. The globalists are in the system. All right, well, maybe we won't go to some videos then. <laughs> I was going to go to some videos here. We'll just talk about them instead. Because, of course, January 6th, we can go to videos. Okay. All right. The, the crew is scrambling, folks. Well, I don't, I mean, all right, we'll go to some of these videos, but uh, basically, again, it's just, it's, I don't know if people understand how easy it is to manipulate perception. This would be an interesting, like, experiment that maybe we could do. Maybe this would be a fun project to do. Like, film an event taking place and then just, and just film it all and then edit it in two different ways that give you two completely different perspectives on what's going on. People don't understand. They think like, well, it's a, it's a documentary. I'm seeing it with my own eyes, so I must be seeing the truth. But it's a, it's a very, very simple matter of the way you present stuff, the, what you leave in versus what you take out. That can just give you drastically different interpretations of the events of the day. I said, you know, speaking of the, of the Sandy Hook, thing i this is my suggestion for what we should have done with the um maybe i shouldn't talk about it maybe i shouldn't talk the megan kelly interview you know maybe an interview would be a good thing to do instead of a documentary you know do an interview where you cut up answers and rearrange the questioning and you know you can have the same interview but edit it one way and the person looks like an insane person and edit it another way and everything makes perfect sense. The, the amount of um, trickery that you can employ with editing and filming style and all this sort of stuff, it's, it's hard to overstate just how effective this can be. And all of this is to say that there's a reason that we have trials with witnesses and cross-examination and, all, and do it live – in a courtroom, in person, as much as possible. There's a reason that we do that instead of have the prosecution and the defense create dueling true crime documentaries about what they think happened because you can manipulate things a lot easier. And so what they presented yesterday on Anderson Cooper and in conjunction with the January 6th committee was a documentary a year and a half in the making they've had footage and have had time to tweak it and edit it and and refurbish it for a year and a half and what they've come out with doesn't even make them look good it doesn't even like help their case at all it's just nancy pelosi and chuck schumer and a bunch of other mask wearing 
octogenarians yelling into cell phones. It's the most pathetic display of incompetence outside of the uh, actual floor of the Senate. It's just in the building next door. So it's the same people, the same level of incompetence, in this case under a a very high-pressure scenario where, you know, people were waving flags outside of their building and it was uh, panic time. So that's what they did. They they edited together this this documentary to show what was really happening behind the scenes, the gripping, terrifying reality of what it was like to be Nancy Pelosi on January 6th. But of course, it all completely leaves off all of the reality, right? So during this documentary, during this the clips, it's things people saying like, oh, we where's the National Guard? Where's the wise in the National Guard here? But they don't tell you that Nancy Pelosi had denied the National Guard for several days leading up to it. Why is the National Guard there? Nancy Pelosi refused their request for more troops. That's why. That's not included in the documentary. Let's go to some of these videos here. We'll go to uh, clip number five. Again, they just... I don't know. I, the, the, way they, the way the liberals see the world, leftists see the world, it's so bizarre. It's so strange. Here's Nancy Pelosi saying she wants to punch Trump in the face as if this is her being a strong, independent woman boss lady when she just sounds like a, a pathetic, trash-talking old drunk. Let's watch. And that's what this is all about. Secret Service said... They have dissuaded him from coming to Capitol Hill. They told him they don't have the resources to protect him here. So at the moment, he is not coming, but that could change. I would come to him and punch him out. I oh, know. I would pay the fee. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. That's the, that's the person that you want in a superior position in your national government? She's literally like shaking with rage. He's like, I might come and give a speech. She's like, I'll punch him. I'll punch him in the face. It'll be trespassing then. It'll be trespassing so I can punch him. It's like, Jesus Christ. This is, you wonder why America is collapsing? You wonder why we can't get crap done? It's because we're being led by literal psychopaths that are like just completely insane people. Now, again, they make up stuff about Trump being like this, which he's not. But they make it up and they condemn it and they recognize what a horrible thing it would be to have somebody in a position of power with so little control over their emotions, so emotional and so uh, hysterical. It's so dangerous. It's a, it's a national security threat having somebody like this in office. It's not true with Trump. They pretend it's true and then get mad at it. And then when it really is true about their side, they love it and they think it's great and somehow shows strength. Did you, did you see someone seeming very strong there, someone empowered and – and confident in their position, or do you see a shaking with rage, hysterical old lady with a coup happening in progress? So they've subpoenaed Donald Trump. Maybe we'll go to some more of this in the next hour as we take your phone calls. We have a three-minute video of Chuck, uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and others just like – Yelling into cell phones. It's all so silly. Uh, Yeah, we'll go to it in the next one. But in terms of responses to the latest latest edition, the latest episode of domestic terror theater, 
uh, Roger Slam, uh, Roger Slam, it's a cool name. Roger Stone slams J6 committee for categorically false statements following January, following Thursday's January 6th committee hearing. Roger Stone issued a statement calling for the committee, calling out the committee for making false statements regarding his actions on and around January 6th, saying, quote, any claim or assertion that I knew about either in advance about participated in or condoned any act by any person or group at anywhere near the United States Capitol or anywhere in the District of Columbia, the United States or planet Earth on January 6th or any other date that was either unlawful, illegal or otherwise intended in any way to cause damage or disrupt any proceedings of Congress or any governmental body is categorically false, a statement from Stone said. And, you know, funnily enough, they have in this documentary. Uh. Mitch McConnell making the argument against the 10-day waiting period, which was the entire purpose of the protest in the first place. The entire purpose of the protest from the very beginning was to demand an investigation into voter fraud since an investigation was never held. The complaints were never examined. They were never investigated. Now, everywhere it states from Pennsylvania to Delaware to Arizona and ever in between, including the Supreme Court, have ruled that many of the practices that allowed for the results of the 2020 election were unconstitutional, illegal, and should have never been allowed. And of course we know why. It's because when you destroy the guidelines of holding an election, you open it up for fraud and no way to even detect whether fraud is being committed. So those were never investigated. The purpose of the protest was to demand that Congress use its power that it has, that it's invested in on that day to ask for a 10-day waiting period to perform an investigation of some of the claims. Why would they not want that? That was the, the proceeding that they wanted to happen. The entire purpose of the protest was to encourage Republicans to participate in that proceeding in that way. By the will of God and by God working through you and your support, InfoWars continues to persevere against attacks never before seen in the Western world against independent media. Thanks for keeping me in the fight. And over the years, you have come to the table. You have stepped to the plate so many times and kept InfoWars and free speech on the air, and I thank you. But now, I have my own legal bills that have reached the point that I can't pay them. And I need your support. So if you want to keep this operation moving forward, if you want to back me in this fight against the globalists, please visit SaveInfoWars.com. And SaveInfoWars.com takes you a URL at Give Sin Go for direct Alex Jones Legal Defense Fund. This whole phase of their attacks, four years in the making, is almost over. And right at the end, we're not giving up, we're not giving in, but we could give out. So please, if you support what we're doing and want to fight for liberty and freedom and justice in the future, go to SaveInfoWars.com today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun here at The American Journal. 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call right now. We'll be taking your calls throughout the second hour. 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call today about any and all topics. Remember, you can find all the stories that we cover here every day at my Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. You can sign up and get just a Big old link dump. It's like uh, Drudge back when it was based and cool and good. <laughs> you can also go to offlimits.news and sign up for it there. We'll go to your calls in the next segment. 
but I want to play this full video. I guess it's technically a, I guess technically a, a political ad. But I think the line between political ad and Infowars report is slowly blurring. It's Doug Mastriano. He blasts Josh Shapiro, Rachel Levine for sexualization and medical transitioning of young children. So he's made this sort of a cornerstone of his campaign. He's fighting back against the open and perverted destruction of childhood innocence that's taking place in public schools around this country and especially in the state of Pennsylvania. So here's Doug Mastriano's ad about the hypersexualization and gender transitioning little children let's watch this video contains sensitive content children in pennsylvania as early as five years old are being subjected to sexual indoctrination under democrat leadership in montgomery county a parent said that one of their child's kindergarten classmates identifies as trans and so now the entire class is forced to read books about what that means in kindergarten to make matters worse, the Department of Education in Pennsylvania is encouraging teachers to host gender-neutral days at school. While parents are unaware at home, their daughters may share a bathroom with a biological male. Rather than doing his job in addressing crime in Pennsylvania, Attorney General Josh Shapiro filed an amicus brief against families in Florida and Virginia to support the idea of biological boys using girls' bathrooms. This time last year in Virginia, thanks to Josh Shapiro, a 15-year-old girl was raped by a male student in the girl's bathroom. Dr. Levine, now the assistant U.S. health secretary, says that kids should have access to experimental puberty-blocking therapies. When questioned about whether there should be parental approval, Levine refused to answer. But the human rights campaign wants unsupportive parents left in the dark. Children are encouraged to socially transition with their names and pronouns, and the parents can be coerced or convinced later on to accept it. The human rights campaign also supports irreversible double mastectomies and genital surgeries for kids. And guess who they endorse for governor of Pennsylvania? That's right, Josh Shapiro. Additionally, books that depict explicit sexual acts are available in our schools. When a mother filed a lawsuit to have these books removed from Pennsylvania schools, Josh Shapiro himself filed a motion just last month to dismiss her case. Will kids in Pennsylvania continue to have their innocence taken from them? Will they continue to be taught what to think and believe about their bodies by a school system without parental consent? Not on my watch. According to Rasmussen reports, 89% of voters believe, rightly, that parents should have the last say on what their kids are being taught. 69% of the parents believe that sexually explicit books should be removed from the libraries. As your governor, I'll ensure parents have power over their children's education, which means full school transparency. On day one, boys in the girls' bathroom ends. On day one, boys follow the science in the girls' locker room ends. On day one, no more boys on the girls' team, and the sexualization of our kids will end in our schools as well. This includes removing sexualized material in our elementary schools. Public schools will be a safe place for learning, and if you don't like your public school setting, you'll have the option to choose how and where you want to educate your child, because I'm going to fight for school choice. Your vote on November 8th is a vote for the future of our children. Doug Mastrano for Governor. 
I'm telling you. I mean, did that not sound like an info? Like, hey, if Doug Mastriano doesn't make it to uh, the governorship, he, he's always got a position here at Bandot Video. That was a great report by Mug, Mug, Doug Mastriano, your latest contributor, I guess. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Phone lines are filling up. Still a lot to talk about. A lot more about the January 6th committee as well. Mock, make fun of, and expose the truth about. By the way, the show is... The American Journal, or as some people like to call it, just Tucker Carlson in the morning. I have some Tucker Carlson clips where he literally says exactly what I what I said last yesterday. It's kind of crazy. He uh, he calls Zelensky a troll instead of a gremlin, but other than that, it's basically verbatim. It's pretty amazing. So why why watch Tucker Carlson? Just watch me in the morning, and it'll be a, a, a sloppier, off the cuff version. 12 hours before, it's refined and <laughs> published by Tucker Carlson's writing team. It was pretty amazing. Heck, let's go to one of these. Uh, let's go to clip number eight here. Tucker Carlson talking about Zelensky uh, demanding billions of dollars for his corrupt and failing country. Let's watch. Uh, should be not less than $5 billion. What? Some uppity foreigner in a T-shirt demanding money for his critical economic needs? We have critical economic needs, too, buddy. Who are you, troll? Go away. What? Since when does that guy have a claim on our treasury? It's good stuff. Hey, he's right. He's absolutely right. All right. Uh, I'm just seeing if there's any other videos I want to go to here before we go out to phone calls. I'll save some of these for a little bit later. We do have some good ones. Oh, we'll go to this one too. Let's go to clip number two here. I mean, I we give a lot of we give Democrats a lot of crap for living a, an existence of lies, drowning in a in a pool of misinformation while desperately trying to drag us down with them. It's pathetic how few times you actually see Democrats tell the truth. So we wanted to highlight one of the few times where a Democrat actually without without rhetorical flourish without the weasel words we've come to expect just straight up shoots from the hip and tells the god's honest truth for once in their forsaken lives here it is a democrat actually telling the truth breaking a democrat tells the truth here it is i will never stop standing up for big pharma and standing against my constituents thank you okay I will never, I will never stop standing up for Big Pharma. I will never stop standing up for the international trillion-dollar conglomerates that have poisoned our entire society and left us all zombified, mindless husks. I will never stop simping for the most corrupt and ineffective industry in this country. I will never Stop standing up for them. I will never stop standing up against my constituents. <laughs> Honestly, did she misspeak or not? I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, this is where the Democrats are at this point. Even if they don't say it openly like that, they do say it more or less, right? If people go, uh, your constituents are all against this, and they go, I will not, I will continue to fight for the rights of whoever I'm pretending to fight for the rights of, regardless of who has a problem with it. It's like, just come out and say it. Just be like this nice lady and just come out and, and admit you will never stop standing up for the corporate global government that is slowly but surely ratcheting the you know, zip tie around our neck. And you will never stop standing up against your constituents who just want to be left the hell alone and to go on with their lives without your incessant nagging them about their – the evilness of their ancestors <laughs> right so it's good it's refreshing i think to see a democrat finally tell the truth for once let's go out to the phone calls now we've got jake in the great state of pennsylvania you have a you have a scandalous story for us jake what's that you're on the air yes oh man it's so funny it's the will of the universe that you just had your last segment touching on doug mastriano and attorney general josh shapiro the both front runners for our, you know, for the governor race, a Republican and Democrat, respectively. Um, I, I'm a citizen journalist, is local, and you know, it's, I'm just in a real corrupt district, and I was investigating them for four years, and uh, it turns out it's not just a local scandal; it's a statewide, bipartisan real estate and bankruptcy racket operated under the entire authority of the Pennsylvania judiciary. Um, I know that's a big statement, but I've been at this for four years. The state just two years ago, they hit me with uh, four years in retaliatory charges for covering this. And immediately off the bat, I hired a big, big law firm, uh, caught my attorney backdooring me, you know, in an email. Um, so I fired him, became a pro se litigant, and I beat, uh, it's in appeals now, but I beat the state attorney general in court um, over these charges. Uh, what it is, is, um, our, the, the way the racket works is there's an inner club that get approved, um, you know, cycling properties and, and bankruptcies. And the, this racket is run by the state acquired our district attorney, um, Brian Sinnott. I'll name him because I have it all defended in the documents. Um, he conducted a fraudulent bankruptcy after the last housing crash, um, hit all his properties. He ran up $100,000 in credit card debt and wrote off $70,000 in student debt with no extenuating circumstances, no kids. He's a 36-year-old practicing attorney. That's, that's illegal. He should not have gotten a, um, a destitute waiver for that uh, student debt. That is illegal, and that is how they acquired him. And now anybody tied into this racket cannot go down. And it's so serious, and this is what I mean by I wrap up both uh, Doug Mastriano and Shapiro in this. It's, it's a, it, it'd have to be a Joe Dirt call-in story to give you this four years of what I've been up to. Um, but uh, the, the attorney general took over prosecuting the case. Um, they arrested me in the courthouse of the foyer for following this case of uh, real estate fraud. The um, uh, county, the um, president of the county bar. Her, she was acquiring uh, property from one of her clients actively, illegally, that she was representing in a divorce. She was using her daughter as a straw buyer. So that's why I was there investigating that case, and they arrested me. 
Well, they arrested me for trespassing in the public foyer. They seized my phone, pulled out a warrant to break into my phone for trespassing and wipe the location data on it because it left. I ran track my iPhone. It left the evidence lockup and was in the president of the county bar's office. If that's not foil had it enough for you, if that's not foil, it's all in the documents. If that's not foil had it enough for you, the guy at the, the special agent at the attorney general's office who pulled out this warrant, I can show you the warrant, the warrant to break into my phone for trespassing and wipe it. His father-in-law is the one, is the real estate and titling magnet, big county bar member, that is authorizing the fraudulent deeds for this racket. So I know that all sounds foil-hatted. Again, I've been at this for four years. I wrote the entire racket out in a written motion, attaching all of the evidence as exhibit, and served it up to the attorney, deputy attorney general in charge of prosecution on the court record. And they just completely flat-out ignored it. Uh, they ended up bench trialing me um, so that they couldn't. I couldn't come back and sue for false arrest. They they installed a recently retired judge uh, who found me guilty, uh, even though he had no jurisdiction and the prosecution had no jurisdiction. They were both specially appointed. This was the twelfth judge appointed to my case. Eleven judges before this recused it for what ended up being a case of disorderly conduct, and that's why they dropped it to the bench trial so that. Uh, you know, they could just have the judge implant the judge and find me guilty. Well, this is a crazy so, story. Where, I, I feel like, yeah, we've just sort of scratched the surface here. Obviously, you have uh, yeah. a lot more to say. Is there somewhere online where we can reach out to you and, and for, find any of this information? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm an extremely shadow banned YouTuber. I'm completely non-monetized. Uh, I, I'm just doing this to break a scandal, this, right. a statewide scandal on the county. We'll tell you what, we have to go to break, but we'll get your information during the break and uh, and look into this because sounds like a big deal. It, it sounds wraps up sounds like you're uncovering something here. Right, tell you what, we'll, we'll be right back, Jake. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried Vitamin Mineral Fusion and experienced the way it made them feel and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin Mineral Fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the InfoWar. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting Vitamin Mineral Fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement from your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun InfoWars. 
sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Get crypto, fund InfoWars. Donate now, InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. This, I suppose, is not a new story. I guess the, uh, the trial is new why it it just broke today but i'd missed this when it originally broke in june i love it you might know a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a of a grudge you might say against the cultural arsonists that are attempting to destroy the myth and legend and heroism of the alamo This is primarily centered on a book called Forget the Alamo that uh, I've dissected and disproven on this show. And then again on a, in an article for uh, A Man's World, the Raw Egg Nationalist magazine, just going through their claims and pointing out how hopelessly incorrect they are. But it, it's not a small thing. It's not just – Oh, here's a different version that maybe paints events a little bit differently. No, it's a racialized mission crusade that they are on to destroy the history and foundation of our country and our state in order to subvert and destroy it. It's really not that complicated. Well, now an antiques dealer and an artist are suing Texas Monthly, as well as the authors of this book, Forget the Alamo, Alexander McDuffie, a Texas-based antiquities dealer, and Joseph Musso, an artist and historian, are suing the authors of a book about the Alamo for allegedly suggesting they faked artifacts and inflated their prices. The authors of Forget the Alamo, The Rise and Fall of an American Myth are Brian Burrow, a reporter for Vanity Fair, and Chris Tomlinson, a columnist for the Houston Chronicle, and Jason Stanford, a political consultant and communications officer. Penguin Random House and the newspaper Texas Monthly have also been named as defendants. Forget the Alamo is about the origins of the legend of the Battle of the Alamo, the ways in which the story was modified and twisted during the Jim Crow era, and how revisionists have been trying to set the record straight on the actual events concerning the Texas origin myth. Isn't that hilarious? How revisionists are trying to set the record straight. They literally are just lying about what's what actually happened. They're, they're literally – they are revisionist, but they're more like arsonists. They're more like taking a true story that's slightly embellished here or there or you know, portrayed in the most heroic light possible, not by painting it dishonestly, but simply by showing respect to and admiration of the men who gave their lives to free Texas from the brutal – and horrific despotic grip of Santa Ana, who had, reminder, just days before attempting to siege the Alamo, had systematically murdered, rape, and plundered his way through a Mexican city of Zacatecas. So 
again, these are the, that's the guy they're defending. That's the guy they're saying wasn't really a tyrant, and it was actually – this is actually a story of white supremacy and white people uh, just hating brown people and wanting to, to kill them. That's their defamatory, revisionist nonsense they're spitting in defense of a, again, complete and total despotic tyrant who murdered thousands of his own people and would have kept going if he hadn't been stopped by the heroes in Texas specifically those who willingly gave their lives at the Alamo, spitting on the graves of heroes from, I don't know, some, some armchair in a New York office. It's amazing. The plaintiffs in this case made one mistake. So the plaintiffs, so the people who are suing made a mistake. They trusted a reporter who came to them asking about a subject on which they have a good deal of passion and expertise, authenticating artifacts that may ha- might have a connection to the Texas Revolution and the Battle of the Alamo, reads the complaint. Although that reporter promised that he would quit the project before he would allow the co-authors to say anything negative about the plaintiffs or their work, the book that was ultimately published contained false statements, mixed characterizations, and significant omissions. Oh, what? Oh, my gosh. I'm so, I'm so shocked. You're telling me that the people who have dedicated huge chunks of their lives and start an entire movement to demonize and spread vicious falsehoods about the heroes of the Alamo, actually upstanding, respectable, self-sacrificing, God-fearing people. The people that are demonizing and defaming them weren't trustworthy? What? You're saying that this is evidence of some sort of moral defect, that they would go to somebody who's passionately... You know, knowledgeable about Texas history and say, oh, we're writing a book about Texas history. Will you tell us what you know about it and trust us? It's all going to be positive. We love what you do and, and we're going to you know, help get this information out to a wider audience. And the poor, innocent, good person, the, the Texan historian's like, great. Yeah, let me show you all this stuff. Let me show you all this. And the whole time the guy's sitting there going, I'm going to destroy this. I'm going to destroy this legend. I'm going to spread lies. No one's going to like you when I'm done with you. Like these are just sick evil, disgusting people. Morally, they're reprehensible. Everything they do is saturated in deception, lies, deceit, manipulation, and you know, getting something over on somebody else, bringing someone down so you can feel a little bit higher about yourself. And uh, it shows in the work that they come out with and the, the things that they write. It's also evidenced in the way that they write it and the way that they conduct themselves because it is all evidence of a moral cancer that's eating out the heart of uh, academics and their fools all around the country, people that actually read their crap and buy it. So I hope they uh, are sued into an oblivion, and maybe we can you know, teach them about what the uh, Alamo is really about. I'll leave it at that. Let's go out to the phone calls now we have clown car in new york city he's called in about a argument you had with your son at clown car we don't like to hear that but thanks for calling in you're on the air hello harrison captain clown car reporting for duty sir greetings how are you yeah I, you know I, I my son woke up the other morning and figured it was time to poke the bear and he decided to send me a text message dad are you going to donate to alex jones today and i text him back yes and he's like why don't you know that he's this, this, that, the other thing? I said, bro, where are you finding this out? He sends me a clip from CNN. I said, bro, I think you're watching the wrong news because you should be watching InfoWars. He has a problem with watching anything to do with InfoWars. See, 
Harrison, these are the same type of people who back in the day, uh, I don't know if I ever told you, but I'm sure on the white rapper from the Howard Stern show. Mm-hmm. When I was on, when I was on the air for 27 years, thousands of phone calls, I noticed the turning point in Howard Stern. Obviously he turned to some kind of total communist libertarian. I don't even know what this type of Howard Stern is today, but the Howard Stern of yesteryear was very hard to convince people to be a fan. Mm-hmm. Almost the same way it is now. But I don't think it's going to be hard for much longer because the world is seeing where we're going and what we have. We're, we're up to $4 for a dozen eggs now here in Brooklyn, Harrison. Uh, you know, people, they're either going to wake up to what's happening and realize Alex Jones has been right the whole time or they're going to go down with the ship, you know, wondering what happened the entire, you know, looking around going, why am I getting wet right now? Not knowing that Alex Jones is saying they're going, we've hit an iceberg. It's time to escape. But, I, you know... I've had that same experience with people where they go, Alex Jones, bro, you work for Alex Jones? I know about him. And I go, well, have you ever watched his show? Well, I've seen clips. Okay, but have you ever watched his show? Well, I've, I've seen enough from – okay, but have you ever watched his show? They've never watched the show. They have no idea what they're talking about. They listen to liars who lie about Alex Jones, and they never do their own research, and they refuse to. They refuse to because they're scared that they might have to change their mind, and they're very comfortable the way they are now. X3. X3. It stands for triiodine, or all three types of iodine that the body needs to be healthy and survive and thrive. It boosts your libido, your energy, your stamina, your immune system. X3 is the ultimate iodine product on the market. It's back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. So many of you are on the fence. You know our information is powerful. You know what's changed the world. Try the products at InfoWarsStore.com and start with X3 Triiodine. 50% off InfoWarsStore.com. It takes about two weeks to kick in. An aspirin kicks in in 30 minutes. Tylenol kicks in in 30 minutes. This kicks in in about two weeks on average. You need to experience it. Don't wait. You'll be impressed. InfoWarsStore.com. X3. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, folks. We're going to go directly out to your phone calls now and try to get in as many as possible this segment. I want to go to Jason in Michigan because I've seen some stories about this, but I haven't covered it yet. Maybe Jason in Michigan has some more information for us about the investigation into the Nord Stream pipeline has apparently been blocked by Sweden, and they're not releasing the information about it to places like Russia. Thanks for calling in, Jason. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. I've been listening to guys since the year 2000, buddy, up here in wow. communist-controlled Michigan. Glad to glad to hear from you. Thanks for the support. Yeah, so I saw this morning on uh, Twitter, on Disclosed TV, that Sweden was blocking this investigation with Germany and Denmark into this explosion. And so there had been some speculation that Germany may have been involved in this from the beginning. And it makes me wonder, is Sweden trying to block them out so 
that they can't be privy to any information in order to try and get ahead of anything that comes out of this investigation. Yeah, so what I'd read was that they were blocking, yeah, here's the story. Sweden won't share Nord Stream investigation findings with Russia. Are you saying they're blocking it from Germany as well? That's what it says. Okay. It says it blocks investigation with Germany and Denmark into the Nord Stream explosion. And then uh, disclosed uh, replies to its own tweet and says that Sweden does not want to investigate Nord Nord Stream explosions together with Germany due to classified reasons. That's interesting. Yeah, you know, we speculated on this that the day that it happened, wondering who would be in charge of the investigation since it was technically in international waters and the pipeline itself was Russian. So it seems like Russia should have been the ones to investigate this in the first place. They gave it over to Sweden. Sweden's not a you know, neutral party in this. They're actively trying to join NATO and working against Russia and, and posturing themselves against Russia right now. So it's uh-huh. not like it's not like they asked, you know, Timbuktu to come in and investigate that has no interest in either side. They have an interest in, in one side, not the other. Absolutely. It's a head scratcher because why wouldn't they allow Germany? I mean, they're basically an ally. They, they're in NATO. Uh, Sweden would like to be. Uh, I, it, it's a it's a real head scratcher why they would want to block that. Yeah, I don't know why they'd want to block it from Germany. I don't know why they'd want to block it from Russia, Russia. either. Yeah, and, yeah, right. or, or why they would have the authority to block the investigation, considering that it's not the wa- their water that it's in. That doesn't make a lot of sense Ab- to me. Absolutely. The whole thing doesn't make sense. I, I hope that people are paying attention to this. Sweden has said it will not allow Moscow to participate in its ongoing investigation into the causes of multiple leaks in underwater pipelines transporting Russian natural gas to Europe. Swedish Prime Minister Anderson said on October 10th that while Russia would not be allowed to join in the investigation, Stockholm would invite a joint EU probe and Moscow is free to carry out its own inspections of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline. So, yeah, they're trying to they're they're trying to play this close to the chest and yep. yeah, keep uh, whatever they find withheld. Yep. You know, I've seen so a lot. I hope people are paying attention. Well, I've seen a lot of like speculation about it. I, I don't think anything concrete has come up yet, but I will say all of the speculation that I've seen in the ensuing weeks since this attack took place, we all we basically covered all of it on the day that it happened. It's yeah. it's pretty funny. I saw a thing yesterday that was like talking about this uh essentially a torpedo that you can drop from a plane, which was what I suggested it might have been. Uh, on the day that it happened, just again speculating and just keeping an open mind and wondering what could have happened, and uh, we're still, I guess, in that phase. So we'll we'll, we'll keep an eye on it and uh, tell you if any new solid information comes out. Thank you for that call, Jason. Let's go to Dan in Pennsylvania, another Pennsylvania caller, uh, caller talking about the subject of our first segment of this hour: the m- medical tyranny and corruption in the state of Pennsylvania. Thanks, for calling in, Dan. You're on the air. Hi, Harrison. Good to talk to you today. Um, yeah, Pennsylvania resident, you know, for most of my life. And, um, you know, one, one point I did want to touch on, I have a couple if you wouldn't mind, but one was um, uh, I've been laid off for a while, you know, from this whole COVID thing. And uh, I never caught the stuff. <laughs> I never got the vaccine. It's, it, and it's destroyed my life, right. you know. Um, so I'm like one of the, I guess you could say, a, you know, a, a a casualty of it, you know, 
but not a direct casualty. Um, right. But anyway, you, right? You don't you don't fit into any of the statistics. You're just right. Yeah, that the the <laughs> collateral damage, like there, life. There, there's there's the word. Yes, yeah, collateral, collateral damage. damage of uh, of the COVID policies. <laughs> ah, it's uh, it, but, that sucks, man. Oh uh, yeah, but anyway, um, my last unemployment payment. Um, this is going on over a year. Okay, right. um, it was like it was like seven hundred bucks. Um. Somebody hacked in, uh, to back up just a little bit, Pennsylvania touted this new and improved uh, unemployment system, all this kind of stuff, rolled it out, and, uh, and started having problems you know, here and there where I'd have to call in because I couldn't get into my account. Turns out that somebody, I got this from the tr- somebody in Treasury told me that, um, Oh yeah, your your account, uh, your banking information was changed to a a JP Morgan account from from my bank account. Somebody went in there and did that. So just rerouted you know, your check to their bank just, account. Just, just, there you go. Yeah, and that's happened to thousands of people. Um, there's a local news station in the Pittsburgh area that did a story on it. Uh, WPXI, uh, six billion dollars, Harrison has been stolen, <laughs> and they claim it's from international bank. And I say bullcrap to that. I think that I think the uh, the fraud is right here in the good old Commonwealth. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they they say a hundred billion dollars has been stolen, and that's probably just the tip of the iceberg. But but every vote is was completely legitimate, and there wasn't a single mess up there in the state yeah. of Pennsylvania. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's. These. Uh, I just think we're we're just so screwed, man. You know, with with. The mainstream media, you know, I woke up partially years ago uh, after I got out of the military. Um, There's a guy in Philadelphia. His name was Irv Homer. He did a talk show. You know, you know, he's an old, old school guy. He's dead now. He's been dead a couple decades, probably. But he turned me on. You know, it's like, listen to this guy. I'm like, man, yeah, the Federal Reserve is corrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of stuff, you know. But um, anyway, um, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm a vet and uh uh, having health problems, you know, it's, it's difficult trying to find employment. The VA has a program. It's called CWT, Compensated Work Therapy. And they actually help people um, with, with some physical limitations and even mental limitations, stuff like that, to find gainful employment in the community. Mm. Um, this is going back a year. Uh, in November last year, I had another heart attack, and uh, I had to... Um, you know, stay out of that for a couple weeks or a few weeks. My doctor, not a VA doctor, but my doctor cleared me to go back into the program. And they, this is when the whole COVID vaccine stuff was happening. Mm. And, um, you know, your mandatory stuff is what I'm talking. And I was told, well, you, you can't come back in the program unless you get vaccinated. Right. And I'm like, and, and the point is, too, that program is a, it's a medical program. Right. So here I am denied medical care. Um, I could have probably gotten back up on my feet, but here I am, um, I'm living off, uh, you know, I hate to say it, you know, people might not like this, but you know, I'm on food stamps. I'm getting my rent paid, you know, I got no money, you know, but I worked my whole damn life. Yeah. No, no, there's a, there's a big difference between somebody that just is some, you know, intergenerational welfare family that has never had a job and doesn't care and is perfectly able, but just chooses not to. And somebody who's actually been put in this position like yourself. And uh, that's a, that's a very big difference. And I'm actually in favor of having a government that takes care of our 
you know, less fortunate, not, not calling you less fortunate, but certainly, you know, if you've been injured or if you've been, especially as a veteran, I mean, yeah, that's what our government should be taking care of. But, you know, we can't, we can't handle that because every time we try to do anything good, it is dissembled by thieves. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sends some more billions to Ukraine, by the way, huh? Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, the the more I learn about Pennsylvania, the more I'm discovering the true depths of that cesspit of corruption. I'm sorry, folks, but Pennsylvania is kind of screwed. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Okay. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know... I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection, Judge. All right, let's move on. No, I mean, and people care about the First Amendment. And- I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with the globalist. I have come from nowhere the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. We will be welcoming Piers Corbin in the third hour. We'll be taking your calls through this segment. I do want to play a video before we do, though. This is from CBS News, clip number 14. A robot addressed U.S. Uh, U.K. lawmakers to tell them uh, about art, and it's just another you know, creepy checkpoint we're passing in our race towards sci-fi dystopia. Let's watch, shall we? I am and depend on computer programs and algorithms. Although not alive, I can still... Create art. A robot artist called AIDA told British lawmakers on Tuesday that although it was an artificial creation, it was still capable of producing art. Described as the world's first ultra-realistic AI humanoid robot artist, it spoke at a parliamentary inquiry 
AIDA has created a series of works, including a painting of late Queen Elizabeth II and his work displayed in exhibits and galleries. AIDA said that with the help of AI algorithms, camera in its eyes and a robotic arm, it was able to paint on a canvas. It's a printer, folks. uh, AIDA also explains how analyzing a large corpus of text to identify common content and poetic structures. The robot, which was created by scientists at the University of Oxford, also acknowledged its limitations. How this differs to humans is consciousness. I do not have subjective experiences, despite being able to talk about them. And the all-seeing eye to finish us out. (laughs) Well, that was weird. That was certainly odd, wasn't it? The difference is I don't have a soul. <laughs> the difference is when I make art, there's nothing behind it. It's a printer, folks. They, they dressed a printer up like a farmer and had it give a presentation to uh, the UK parliament. That's what, that's what you just saw there. That's what just happened. <laughs> that, was a, uh, that was an HP printer that has been slightly upgraded from being able to tell you it's low on ink to be able to tell you it has no soul but can still create art. Yeah, my printer creates art too when I draw it and click print. Wow, that printer is an artist. No, no, it's an algorithm. It's not a, it's not a human being. Cannot think. And maybe we, we should probably just dedicate like at least like a one day a week or something just like what's happening with robotics and AI because people – it's really an underappreciated advancement that we are making. I mean, you understand that right now the Russians are using Iranian drones that are shaped and designed to be miniature BF-52s to target and destroy Ukrainian encampments or, you know, formations. And there's videos of it. Like we're getting live high-def video of drones with cameras mounted on the front racing towards and then exploding on battalions of Ukrainian soldiers and where a sidewinder missile or some you know, Lockheed Martin designed death machine might cost a million dollars every time you fire it. These drones cost 20,000. So why wouldn't they do it? So just picture the world, the world war that we are rapidly approaching. Of course, nuclear armaments are the, the major concern. But beside that, this is going – like we are entering into the realm of robot war where like there's going to literally be battalions of like walking humanoid robots and drones dropping off robot dogs. We had that video I think earlier this week or maybe last week. I don't know if we actually played it, but it's a you know helicopter-style quadcopter drone flying into what looks like a battlefield landing – and dropping off a robot dog with a gun mounted to it as it awakens from its slumber and begins its hunt. We already have AI-controlled drones who have killed people in Libya without being told to do so, making its own decision and deciding for itself who to kill. You also have in Israel, as we've reported on, at the you know, gates in the city, AI-mounted machine guns camera lens and the gun barrel right next to each other scanning and again making decisions for itself whether to shoot or not you have north korea flying military formations over their border and firing rockets into japan 
You think Japan's going to send a bunch of people? They barely have people as it is. They're going to send robots. So as you know, China and North Korea start to get into greater conflict, here's the, the robot dog being dropped off with its neighbors in uh, Southeast and East Asia. And as Russia continues to try to minimize its you know, number of casu- human casualties on the field and replaces its soldiers with cheap and easy-to-produce drones, just imagine, just imagine like a, a flock of drones, a, her- a, a herd of a flying cavalcade of drones, each one stuffed with a couple pounds of C4, you know, flying into a battlefield and identifying and dive bombing and kamikaze attacking troops while robot dogs are deployed behind the lines, while satellites, you know, fire laser beams from space. This is World War III. This is how it will take place. This is the world that we're building for ourselves. While simultaneously we will have, you know, AI algorithmically enabled and continuously surveilling things like blimps and cameras on the street corner and 5G weapon systems on every block watching you continuously. Then you have things like Elon Musk wanting to release his humanoid robot. And like the U.S. military and people going, you can't release these. You can't, you can't, you can't put these out there. Well, why not? What's, who's going to stop him? You? He's got a robot army. (laughs) What are you going to do to him? You think these robot armies are going to continue to be controlled only by state actors? Hezbollah is a non-state actor, and it has robot bomb-sniffing dogs around its bases. So we're rapidly approaching World War III, which will be a decentralized, not state-on-state war, but non-state, within-state, state-versus-state, super-state versus super-state. Like it's just going to be a cluster bomb of – Violence, and it's all going to be unthinking robot AIs carrying this out. And then they make a, a overly complicated printer and have her address the UK Parliament to try to put a, a nice face on the creepy, inhuman depopulation world that we are uh, blindly stumbling into. Black Mirror wasn't supposed to be a documentary, but here we are. With that, let's go out to the phone calls now. We've got Chaz in New York. Wants to talk about the Sandy Hook case. Thanks for calling in, Chaz. You are on the air. Um, all right. Uh, good morning, American Journal, or should I say Tucker Carlson in the morning? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tucker Carlson, morning edition. All right. So, um, you know, before I get into what I want to get into, a lot of people have been promoting supplements and stuff lately, but uh, this Alexa Pure Breeze that I got going, you know, it was on full blast while I've been waiting for the phone call, and it's keeping my apartment clean, you know, got nice breathable air. I have a friend who actually has it plugged into his RV. Oh, nice. And, you know, RVs get really stuffy and all that, if anybody's ever been in one. And, you know, they're really useful for that. And, you know, you got your uh, ProPure shower filters. You got the water covered. guys got to get something with the soil. 
uh, so you could cover land too. <laughs> we we, um, we have we have the water in the air. We just don't have the sand, and we we can't do anything with light yet. But uh, we have most of the elements covered. But you're right. That's one of yeah, I mean that's one of my favorite products. Both those the the shower head. I have that at my house, and I have the uh, Alexa Alexa Pure Breeze. I got one in my office. I got one in my house. One in the kids' room because. Well, diapers stink, and uh, it helps to clear the air when you have a, uh, an air filter. And that, that's a great gift. That's a gift that you can get somebody, and they will love it and appreciate it, and they don't have to know where it came from. Oh, look, that's one. That's a live shot of the Alexa Pure Breeze uh, sitting under our coffee maker here in the studio. All right. All right yeah. we, got, we got a minute left, Chaz. What, what's okay. your comment on uh, Sandy Hook? Okay. Yeah. So um, my comment is that uh, – you know, it reminds me a lot of my wrestling days because whether I won or lost, you know, that never mattered. And, you know, um, I'm actually good friends with Michael Graves and, you know, oh, he nice. fights as well. Uh, he lives in my area and I've actually been to the house and all that, seen his family and stuff. And, you know, he's fighting. He needs to get back up and, you know, start fighting again. You know, but you're exactly yeah. you're exactly right. Professional wrestling is the best thing to compare all of these show trials to. The outcome is predetermined, and half of us are sitting here going, "This is fake." You enjoy this, and the other half that believes it is cheering on, thinking it's all real. It's our best seller. We first came out with it five years ago, and it was a moderate seller. But as folks tried vitamin mineral fusion and experienced the way it made them feel, and how healthy it made them, it has become our number one overall bestseller. And it's been sold out for a while, but it's finally back in stock. Vitamin Mineral Fusion doesn't just supercharge your immune system, but it helps every cellular function of the body. It has all the minerals, all the key amino acids, all of the essential vitamins that you need to live and be healthy. Essential means without these things, you die. And so much of the food is debased. There's so many chemicals in the environment. It is critical to bolster our body's defenses with a product like this. Now, there are other great vitamin mineral products out there, but this is amongst the very best, and it's a low price, and it funds the info war. So the only way you lose is not taking action today, getting vitamin mineral fusion, finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Vitamin mineral fusion, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com.